We are back with Act 3 of this Waterboy Silver Screen Breakdowns. I'm Alex, a.k.a. the Fantasy Football Hustler. I'm Nelson Tynes. I'm here in Hollywood. Actor is a lot of... And Bogey will be back with us very soon. So, we made it to Act 3. The Mud Dogs made it to the Bourbon Bowl. Bobby Boucher is the hero. But now is where the drama starts. Because Coach Red Bow U... He rolls up on their little party where they got their new jerseys. They're getting ready for the big game. And Coach Red Bow, you exposes Bobby Boucher for having a fake transcript. He was homeschooled, and we find oh, out yes. Coach Klein made a fake transcript so he could play right away for their team. Red Bow, you found out. And, oh, man, this is where the drama starts. Everybody is hating on Bobby Boucher right now. This is where we get the guy that you can do it. He comes yeah. <laughs> Oh, the water boy's a cheater. Cut his head off. <laughs> and like the next. He turned. He did 180 on him. Really quick. And like when he's explaining it to the coach, like when he's all pissed, he was like, one person said that he wanted to decapitate me and no one else thought it to be that bad of an idea. <laughs> like Nice imitation there, Alex. <laughs> he is super sad, man. Everybody turned on the water boy. He didn't even know what happened. And then the coach breaks it down. I did it, I did it, I did it. <laughs> Broke the rules and everything. Oh, yes, it was him. Yeah. Fonzie. Yep, of course it was the Fonz. And... It's okay, though, because they said that he could play in the Bourbon Bowl. All he has to do is pass the high school equivalency test. And so he's going to go study. And then we kind of get, like, the whole backstory on on both the coaches, that they knew each other and they both used to coach, like, at the same school. And he used to make all the plays. And Red Bow U was, like, just, like, running the practices and stuff. And, yeah, we get the whole kind of backstory on why the coach is the way that he is. Very deep dive in into that part. Me and Bogey, I think we'll deep dive on that a little bit later. And Bobby, he's got to take the test. So he's studying. There he is. He's at home with Mama. He's trying to read. Mama's brushing his hair. And then everything comes out with Bobby like this is the entire movie that he's kept this a secret from his mom that he's going to school he's playing football he's going out with Vicky got new friends (laughs) (laughs) he has been liberated (laughs) cause he just right then she's what you reading for mama I gotta read this I gotta read six other books so I can pass this test or I can't play foot you don't need to read no books he paused and it's funny. It's like, she didn't know. It's like, she still didn't know what he was going to say. It, it took him saying the whole football foosball. You play in the foosball behind my back. Ow. <laughs> and then Steve, we hear him in the back doing the horse call at the same time. <laughs> I actually have that dropping in. Fucking yeah. Anyways, go ahead. And so. This is when he just goes completely off. I like school and I like football and I'm going to keep doing both of them because they make me feel good. (laughs) The mama hated that. What? You're going to lose all your fancy foosball friends. (laughs) 
you're gonna lose that game and all you fancy foosball. Oh, you weren't done yet though. No, this is actually that. This is actually that fire he needed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because this is what drove him the whole time. You know what I'm saying was like he got a kick out of doing shit he wasn't supposed to do, and yeah. the moment he liked what he was doing, and she didn't approve it, yeah. approve of it, like he always knew it. This he took that stance. That was that stance right here. He takes. Because foosball is the, and he cut her off, is it, the devil, mama. Everything is the devil to you, mama. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew pussy was good, mama. <laughs> he finally grew some balls, like the mom thrown back. Oh, my. I like school, and I like football, and I like Vicky, and she likes me back. And she showed me her boobies, and I like them, too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and just ran out of the door. No, she knows the mama too, like being like, a, like a, being, yeah, I'm in the bayou. I would imagine they're good Christian folk. Yep. She only, she only heard boobies, so she was like, okay, my boy, he's still pure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and so the next cut scene, he gets out of there, and then they show him taking the test. And Vicky's just a real one. It's hilarious. She comes in, puts a little side up. You want me to kill him? <laughs> and uh, he's. Like, And man, he can't even go through one question on this test without thinking about mama's schooling. The first question was who invented or what year did Ben Franklin invent electricity? And he starts thinking, Ben Franklin. And then he goes back to the flashback. Mom, when did Ben Franklin invent electricity? Oh, that's a lie. Ben Franklin didn't invent electricity. I did. Ben Franklin is the devil. <laughs> um, and she claimed it. She's claiming it. She's claiming everything. <laughs> and uh, but he ends up passing the test, and it's so like Vicky. I can't believe. Uh, I can't believe you got a ninety-seven. So he's gonna play, and uh, it's, I can't believe I told Mama that I like you. <laughs> and uh, she was like, hey, "Bro, this is like, real big right here." And that's game too, huh? Look at the yeah. game, Ronald. Yeah. He kind of he does, obviously it's not game to him because he's just talking. No, it is naive, but that's I mean, but, like mm, that wet the pussy right there. And she's like, Oh, you tell your mom about me. And then a cop rolls up on him. Not this one. She's like, I was with you from from two o'clock to four o'clock last night. And you mm. you tell him. He, he thought she was about to be going down. And uh, but nope. Bobby, your mom is in the hospital. And then he goes to the hospital. Rocks his whole world. Sees her there, just unconscious. They're saying that she's in a coma, which I don't know how the doctors would think that she's in a coma. You know? I just got for the sake of it. Yeah, he's you know I mean, it's all simple, folk. <laughs> like, she's in a coma. And so he said he's he has like, a broken heart. He's not going back to practice or nothing. And the coach is like, Lord knows what's going on with farm with only farmer Fran there. I like to generalize them as simple folk, but that's what they were doing in this movie. He was getting free. Farmer Fran was getting freaky with all the cheerleaders. (laughs) Oh man, but nothing but freaks over there because they're at the Bourbon Bowl. They're in the championship. Damn it, this is big time. And uh, and then so Bobby said he ain't going nowhere. They go back. Vicky Valancourt, she gets on her high horse and she's going to bat. 
for Bobby Boucher. She's going and rallying everybody and she's showing his test that he got a 97, that he got a 97. He's going to play in the game and we need everyone's support. And they all get out there with their water cups, <laughs> with the with the candles in it. <laughs> no, I just thought of something. We need to show love to our guy Snyder in here. So you, I oh, I missed one. It was when you were gone right now. Okay. Where, where he came in, he's usually that you can do it, but yeah, Water Boy's a cheater. Cut his fucking head off. Cut his fucking head off. <laughs> And he was sad about that. Like the next day, he was like, one man said he wanted to decapitate me and no one else thought that to be a bad idea. <laughs> he was ready to cut his fucking head off. <laughs> but so now, yeah, everybody comes out to rally. They're all right outside. Vicky Valancourt is leading the charge. Bobby is, wait, I've got friends. <laughs> Hold on. She brings a hell on Bobby. We got a guy here. Oh, he's the man. I'm not what you call a handsome man. You <laughs> caught the field right in front of everybody. Lord didn't choose to bless me with good looks and charm. Like someone like yourself, smart and cool. <laughs> and he starts crying on her shoulder and grabs the titties. <laughs> and, and Vicky didn't even freak out. She just pulled it down and that was it like nothing because she just wanted to show how much that he was inspiring the world <laughs> she was willing to get a phil copped on her man look at those teeth she was fucking a lot of people she not tripping that's <laughs> uh, funny kid said vicky had nice titties too <laughs> I mean, kid, did you see how much his eyes widened so funny man and bobby just loves hearing the story vicky if your mama could hear us We'd tell her that, that how much you mean to us and mean to this community and mean to this school, but she can't hear you because she's unconscious. <laughs> then he goes back in, wake her ass up. We got to win tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what we're here for? <laughs> he was like, listen, man, we just trying to get the, we need the water boy. God damn it. You ain't winning without the water boy, man. You're just really not winning without the water boy. You're with the game. And so that's when we see the mama. She's had a couple instances where she opened her eyes and everything. So we could see that she was faking it. But Bobby never saw it. Bobby's looking out the window and she's got her eyes up and she's listening, letting it all sink in. And it's crazy to where the mama herself She's been putting on a facade for Bobby's entire life as well. She's never been truthful. And the way she talks to him right there. Yeah, sounds totally different. It's a different tone of voice. She's leveling with him. She's talking to him like an adult. Yeah. She's talking to him like an equal or like a mother. She's talking to him like a 31-year-old. How about that? 31-year-old. Yeah, stop (laughs) talking to this motherfucker like he's a baby. Pretty much. And that's just like this sheltered life and the trauma within the mom as well. We're talking about the trauma within Bobby Boucher. How about the trauma? And she gives him the letters, right? Is this where she gives him the letters? Saved all the letters so she could show him one day. And it's crazy. Like, it's it's funny. Dear Helen. (laughs) Who's Helen? (laughs) He doesn't even know her name. You know, he's just... (laughs) 
Oh, his mama. <laughs> you know what? He's so excited that he knows how to read, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah for he's sure. Like, this is the first time he's actually stunned on his mom right here. Yeah. She ain't never taught him how to read, right? No, not at all. And so then we find out his dad took off took off to New Orleans so he could try to find some work. Make it back. City. Make it back to the fam. And so we see the first letter. New Orleans is a big city. It's expensive, but fun. All is well. Robert. <laughs> it's funny how he's reading it. It's so like sensual to him because he's never heard. I just almost never read anything. And never read anything or heard anything about his dad. He knows nothing about his dad. He's never heard his voice. He's never heard anything. Or ever knew, knew how to read. Yeah. Because she told him he went to the Peace Corps and all that. And yeah, so he died of hydration and all that shit. Then the second letter found a job as a lemonade vendor, but no money yet. And then the third one is to whom it may concern. <laughs> what he says, concern. And this will be my last letter. We've grown apart over these last six weeks. I have <laughs> two things that I love in my life. Big city living and a voodoo woman named Phyllis. And it's fucked up because the mom, she's like lip reading it at the same time. Like who knows how many times she read that letter yeah. in her life. Up his whole life. Entire life. With this kid just, you'll never be like your dad. I'll never, you're going to leave me like him. And he's just... But it's deep cuts. Ciao, Roboito. <laughs> and she, she, and then he looks up. She, he changed his name to Roboito. <laughs> I think he thought it sound, would sound more exotic. And Mama, you shouldn't be bringing up things like this in your condition. And Mama said that he went to the Peace Corps. And <laughs> your mama's as healthy as an ox and as dumb as one to boot. And it's crazy because like, she actually apologized to him. I've kept you away from the world, Bob. Hey, hey, it took a whole fucking crowd of motherfuckers. Me, one thing that you didn't point out, where I think I mean, maybe I might have missed that. When the whole crowd's out there, she's like, one eye open, ear open type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's very aware what's going on, and then the, and the, the magnitude of what her son is, and then you know what I'm saying that she had been holding this back, like yeah. She at the end of the day, oh, a piece of chip, Roboito. Well, really, it's like at the no, end you know what I'm saying. That's why she showed him that shit too. Though. Like, man, I've been. This is like the reason why. I guess it's a weird kind of concept because I guess you don't want to make your make it seem like your dad's a piece of shit. But either like, way, she's making amends with herself too for lying that he had died. Yeah, and then creating this world around the kid and making everything insecure. Because I feel like even telling the real story, like she could have still made up the brain pain and all that. Like she could have yeah. still made up that kind of stuff, even with the same story. Yeah, that's where you get the Munchausen syndrome or whatever the fuck that, whatever it is, the opposite of that. Because she just didn't want Bobby to leave. That's her trauma is like she got left by her husband or whatever. The only man, the last man she loved, who knows if it's the only man she ever loved. And like Bobby is like the only person in her life and she even said it. You gone all day with your fancy foosball friends, and you're leaving me here with nobody except Steve. <laughs> and Steve's like, "I man, I've been fucking you for <laughs> decades, bro." Shaking out of the toilet. What? Steve is living large, bro. <laughs> he was like, "I was just like, I thought I was just a horse. I'm getting pussy. I'm living a lot. I shit in the fucking toilet." 
I'm a horse. You know what I mean? All he has to do is listen to this motherfucker vent a little bit. Bye, Boucher, to vent to that horse. Now we get just everything there, and the mama says, you go play foosball with your friends. And the game's already started, like, at this point. Like, he's way late. The game started there, getting their asses handed to them. And but they Ooh, one of those fan boat like type things, and she takes it all the way into the stadium, and he shows up at halftime. Ooh, hey, 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 paint that picture in a halftime, bruh. We don't, you know what? We don't have to because we got the footage here. We got the footage here. Ooh, I like it. Good, uh, I love footage. I love footage. And this yeah. roll that beautiful, roll that beautiful footage. And this is everybody <laughs> knowing now that Bobby passed the test. They are getting their asses kicked at halftime. The, Rightfully the so without Bobby. Yeah, well, I, I, I was a bogey Boucher. <laughs> bogey Boucher. Bogey Boucher, I like that. Bro. I almost said called. that. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Morals are down right now in the locker room. There is no chance in hell that they're going to win. And the only thing that they can do at this exact moment is think about the reason why they got there. Hey, remember the time Bobby tackled the referee by mistake? Uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. And it's always Derek who brings it up first. That's, he's, he's the one with morale. He's the only one that really fucked with Bobby from the beginning, no matter what. It was like he was so used to being the minority that someone he else was the first in. to adopt his methodology, too. Remember yeah. you kicked the KKK hooded fucking motherfucker? Yeah. Well, that's why those guys, that's why they got along, huh? Deep rooted right there, man. Just imagine that being in the deep south. He was probably going through this his entire life. And now Bobby. It is. It, that is great sim symbolism too, because here's the one black guy that only connect that the one, the guy that connected him from the gate. And he was, and Bobby was the one persecuted from the gate as well. You know what I mean? When he was the water boy, he came up to him and approached him as a normal human being long before he was even a player on just on a human to human level. Thanks, friend. Yeah, like, friend. Yeah, man. What's Derek is like Bobby Boucher's first friend ever in life. In life. <laughs> and. Uh, Wow. And Derek's got his back. He's the one who starts it all off. Let's go back to it just to make sure that we do this the right way. Hey. Remember the time Bobby tackled the referee by mistake? Uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. How about the time he tackled the guy from Louisville and threw him into the stands? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember when he intercepted the ball and his pants fell off and then he ran for the touchdown bare ass? <laughs> 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 Remember when Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime and the Bud Dogs won the bourbon bowl, do you? Let's fucking go! Let's fucking go! I'm sorry about giving you so much shit this year. You're the heart and soul of this team, Bobby. 
And the old one of us could have passed that test. Thank you all <laughs> so much for being my friends. Well, let's wait till later to hold hands and kiss. We got a bowl game to win, right? Let's go. The voice for Morel. Brings it back on track. Yeah. Thank you all for being my friends. That's all, <laughs> That's all Bobby cared about, man. He just wanted to be accepted by the people. And then, like, he's a special basket case because he actually got accepted for destroying things. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, wow. So accepted for destroying I would do this. I would do this for you every week. Not only will I do it, but you know what? I'll do this. <laughs> <laughs> so they get back out there now. And I, right off the gate, Bobby Boucher is wrecking shop just right off the bat. Forced fumble recovery by the cockeyed dude. And he runs it in. <laughs> For a time, I don't even know his name. Runs no, it we're on the board. Runs it in for a touchdown first play. Ah! <laughs> he is not messing around. And I didn't even see what the what the score was. I believe it was either 14-0 or 21-0 <laughs> at halftime. So they're down. Yeah, a it was the donut. It was a big goose egg for them. Oh, for, for the sure. Dog. They're not doing nothing because the, the L. Well, now they on the board. Let's fucking go. They put six up. Right away, right away. And uh, what up, big draft energy? And uh, he says, starting defense, place at the table. <laughs> it's a ding fucking dog. What up, bro? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Bobby Boucher comes out to whatever stadium they're at. You give away a, Bob, a signed Bobby Boucher joint? Adam not, signed, uh, Bobby. Not, not signed, no. But Bobby Boucher jersey, yes. Okay. And so he comes out, sees the whole crowd. Time to open up some whoop ass. <laughs> He's ready, man. <laughs> Another callback to uh, to Stone Cold. Yeah, and it's funny. And even with the play that they run right in the beginning, they try to hit him with like, a double reverse. Bobby's not falling for it right out the gate. He's at. He's on it. And uh, and then you see the offense like they can't do nothing like at all. Like they can't do anything. And Coach Red Bow Yu, he figures out the way to neutralize the water boy. And so he tells everybody that, or not tells everybody, he tells the QB, whispers in his ear, and you see the QB look at him, what the fuck, and shun championship rings, go ahead. And they go out and they kneel on the ball. They kneel on the ball three times and punt, and the announcers, like they're giving the for anyone who doesn't really understand what's going on. The announcers are given the play-by-play. Oh, by taking a knee and just punting, they're wasting the clock, and now they're neutralizing the water boy. He can't be effective, and the offense on the other team is doing nothing. Niners. Sorry. Bonus holes. holes. (laughs) (laughs) And so, now, the coach, and Bobby's frustrated, the defense frustrated, the coach just starts walking away. Bobby comes up, coach, where are you going? I'm just going to go get a hot dog or a pretzel or whatever he says. He's so, he's so bonus hold right there, bro. He's he's so dwarf, bro. And now he's about to hit the coach. The student has become the master. Luke <laughs> is about to teach Obi-Wan Kenobi right now. Are you afraid of Coach Red Bow? You, I am petrified of him. Why don't you just pret- visualize that he's someone that you're not afraid of? Mm. <laughs> a little bitty puppy or something like that, right? Yeah, what was the first? It was the baby. 
first. Oh, he talking, mm. uh, he, Bobby's looking at him like, what the fuck is going on with him? <laughs> but then <laughs> the coach snaps out of it. He gets in his little book, his little blue book. He draws up diagrams of play just right out of the gate to come and smack it in the face of Coach Red Bowe's defense. And so right off the bat, Guy, the Dante, the quarterback, he's super hyped. Come get this one, Cougars. And he does, they do the fake option, and then he does the pitch, and then it's another pitch, and it's a double reverse. Oh. Running all the way down the field. The guy's about to get tackled, and he's able to do a lateral right to Dante because they drew it up this exact way. Runs it in for the touchdown. Oh, mm. And we have a game. And we are back in the game. <laughs> we have to get back in the game that quick. And this is the last game of the year. Can't hold anything back now. We can. <laughs> and it's so funny. What? Lynn Swan, who we saw in the beginning, he comes up. And he needs to interview someone on the sideline. So he interviews Vicky Valancourt. And we have Vicky Valancourt here. And she's taking over the water, the water boy duties <laughs> for today. And she was like, oh, I'm not taking over. I'm just trying not to mess up too much. That's really it. And he was like, what is your prediction on this game, Vicky? And what did she say? Mud dogs are going to win. Mud dogs are going to win 30 to 27. That's what it is. Mud dogs are going to win 30 to 27. And she says, <laughs> he says, how'd you come up with that guess? A guess. That ain't no guess. That's what it's going to be. And then we've got now Coach Red Bow U. He's got to change things around. So he brings their star middle linebacker, Mimi, who looks like he's 40 years old in there. That <laughs> looks way older than Bobby Boucher. Brings him in there to play fullback. And they think by bringing in this crazy wrecking, this big oh, wrecking ball, they think that if they bring him in there, that he's going to be able to neutralize the water boy. And he doesn't even need to visualize anything with Mimi because he already hates him. And Mimi's coming out talking shit. And he was like, oh, is your girlfriend here going to pull a knife on me? He's like, no, sir. I'm going to take matters into my own hands. They give him the ball. The lineman takes out his leg. He does a little roll, and Bobby Boucher hits him with the power bomb. Woo! Power bomb compliments of Captain Insano, <laughs> and Meanie's done at that point. He is done, <clears throat> and so now they get the ball back. They move into field goal range. Not much of field goal range because they're like he's kicking it from the fifty-yard line. Visualize an attack, and that's what we see. The K. Oh, yeah, here it comes. Oh, my bad. I jumped the gun earlier. That's right. Here's where he probably kicked a 60-plus yard field goal. He booted the fuck out of that motherfucker for, a, for all of black America. <laughs> and so it, it's just getting it's getting closer and closer. And the deep that lead down. Now Coach Klein, he's on it. Like they're making a call like at the line where they move the defense all the way over to one side. And just like storm, like everything is just off with Coach Red Bow U. And it's uh, Vicky said that the game is going to win, that they're going to win 30 to 27. So after the field goal, it's 27. I mean, I mean, it is the Bayou. She got that vote, dude. It's 27 to 17. And now, 
They are going for the field goal. They got Bobby Boucher out there on the special teams. Last game of the year. Can't hold anything back now. (laughs) And so what do they do? They don't go for the conservative route. They do a fake. Bobby's out there as the lead blocker. And it was like four blocks for them to run it into the end zone. And now it is 24 to 27. And Lynn Swan, after he talked shit and said, where'd you come up with that guess? He looks over at Vili- Vicky Valancourt and she said, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because before she used to be like, <laughs> you're like, she hits you with a snip like that. That means I'll cut your balls out. Like she was a bad one, bro. Don't fuck with her, bro. She's she built like a lizard too, huh? What up, Antonio? And Antonio's so now- back. There you What's go. Up? Hey, Mo. Hey, put it in the chat, man. I want to know what you've been eating out there, bro, in Italy, bro, because you a real Italian, and now you in Italy. Let's hear it. What's so up? they got to go for the onside kick. That's the only way. There's not enough time. So they go for the onside kick. They Bobby Boucher recovers. The boo, 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 boo. But then we get a cheap shot, and he goes down. Mm. On the ground, unconscious, Vicky remembers about that special water from a glacier in Alaska. Oh, yes. Bobby Boucher gifted to It's always cold. (laughs) Always cold. She pulls it out. It's still cold. Goes up to him, gives him, gets it in there. He gets up, gets up with one of those where you... Yeah, the the Shawn Michaels. There you go. Just jump into the feet. Yeah, with Shawn Michaels. Before The Rock was doing it, it was the Shawn Michaels. The kick up. Matter of fact, before Shawn Michaels was doing it, it was the motherfucking Eddie. The what's his name? The Eddie, the Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah, that, the kickup. You know what I mean? The commentary is just so funny in here. First, he was like, "That's high quality H two O," but all <laughs> he needed was some water. Or is, yeah, it's Dan Fouts. He's one of them. I forget who what the other guy's name is. Something like Michaels. Brent Musburger. Oh, there you go, Brent Musburger. Brent Musburger, yeah. And Dan Fouts, hey, the water boy just needed some water. Wow, Dan, you thought of that all by yourself? Said, Shut up, Brent. <laughs> Those commentators were better than the guys on uh, Any Given Sunday. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Those guys were fun. Any Given Sunday, they're trying to replicate NFL stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, these guys are just. This is like. This is what we want from like commentary, though. That's why we do these watch. This is an Adam Sandler, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 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 bro. Like, it's so dope because while we're in the course of doing this review right now, it dawned on me. My, it's always the mushrooms too. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, she just started saying, "Hey, let's do like some oddball sports joints." After Happy Gilmore was it, he was like. Yeah, I got to do some football shit now. You know what I mean? Because he loves sports, man. Fuck yeah. He, want, he wanted I to mean, Bobby Boucher. Hold on. Bobby Boucher is the best NCAA football player Ever. of all time. Ever. <laughs> it's not even close. Happy Gilmore has the longest drive out of anybody in history. In Ever. History. <laughs> in history. And we have to do Happy Gilmore at one point. You just gotta. You just and gotta. Billy Madison, bro, and Billy Madison, bro, he was like the best fourth grade highest scoring in the fourth grade level ever, bro. Yeah, 
<laughs> oh man. And then, so now they get the ball back. They talk shit in the announcer's booth. Last game of the year. Can't hold anything back now. Cause they could go for the tie, but they are out there going for the win. And Bobby Boucher is now out there playing offense. And they're not holding anything back. They are not holding anything back at all. So what happens? They put the water boy. They get him moving out there. They hike the ball. Hold on, real quick. I want to point out because not only do they got him moving, it's because Mr. Coach Klein, he got the he got the isms flowing. He's yep. just drawing up all kind of shit right now. Hey, I got the best weapon. I'm gonna use them on both sides of the ball. Yep, they got him in. They got him in the backfield when he start, and then they start with a toss, and like everyone, they're on him. Waterboy's got it, <laughs> and Bobby Boucher does. He sells the run very well. Like he takes maybe five, five to ten steps somewhere in there. Mm, yeah, he's yeah he's stretching it. Got to give Dante enough time to get out there because you see Dante, he, nobody's on him. Nobody's on him because no one suspects him. No one thinks that the quarterback is going to be going deep. Bobby Boucher, he hits him. He gets in the stance. He's looking at Vicky Valencourt. He's looking around. He's, Vicky he's, thinking, about all, he's thinking about all that good Vicky Valencourt bonus hole he's about to get. Oh, yeah. And you know what's so funny is, like, one thing that I remember seeing that I was like, this is just hilarious. You know how when guys wear their pads, it's probably four or five, like, sets of pads that make thighs look like there's, like, crazy pads on there. It's usually not the quarterbacks necessarily that have it like that. But Dante's pads are so fucking large. <laughs> it yeah. just, it just it's also crazy. because he's like a smaller dude in real life too, right? Yeah. He's like a skinnier dude. I should say he's tall, but yeah, that yeah. that pro- that probably is one of the reasons, right? Just give him more girth. But or is it a poor stand-in? Like, where... no, it's him. It's, it's not him. him. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah so you're, you're seeing his face. He's a smaller dude. Yeah. Yeah, Dante. Yeah, Dante. He's got just um, like yeah, we're calling him Dante because that's who he is forever, and that's his real name in real life too. Actually. Yeah, so his name's Guy Grinwall in in this movie, but we just call him Dante because that's his best character. Grinwall and, for yeah. the fucking tug. <laughs> the fucking tug. He throws it up in the air as far as it goes. Nobody is on Dante, and it's a near perfect spiral, and. Dante is there to catch it one-handed, reel it in, just like you would oh. in an ultimate football movie, a one-handed catch. And reel bring it in, in. close it, clamp it with the other to the body. And still the funniest part out of all that is like when they're all in slow motion, you see the coach covering his eyes, you see everybody, and then keeps panning back to well, the dude that's choking the dude. Well, yeah, no. The funniest one is when you see Farmer Fran with the shirt off and his nipples pierced. And he's pinching his nipples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably his ritual. Oh, yeah. Even in the most stressful of times, you still have some comic relief to make sure that you laugh during this slow motion segment. And Bobby Boucher is it. They hoist him up on the shoulders. Hey, Vicky, I love you. <laughs> And then Lynn Swan comes out. Congratulations, Bobby Boucher. You're the MVP of the Bourbon Bowl. How's it feel? 
I love my mama. <laughs> they even flash it up on the big screen and all the lights. He loves his mama. mama. <laughs> That's just and the way she over there watching from the thing, right? Hell watching yeah. from the fucking the spittle. <laughs> and then it cuts to them getting married. This is the happiest moment of my life. And she was like, just wait till tonight. Like, what's happening tonight? Yeah, he doesn't he has no clue. Why? Yeah, he don't even know what a bonus box is. He did nothing, nothing. He busts in that every time, every time she looks at him, basically. And Nelson, like, before you roll into your ratings here, what did you think of this final little segment with Roboito showing up? The father? Yeah. yeah. It was fitting. It was expected. And, uh, and he, he kicks some whoop ass. He kicks some whoop ass. He got his revenge. So then, oh, yeah. I wasn't expecting um, her to tackle him, but that's where he got the the uh, the power. <laughs> that was hilarious to see her, her taking I mean, she began by Everybody's happy in the time. end. Everybody's happy in the end, man. That's, oh, cool. I love it. Boy, he fucked up. I like that it's him playing the dad, but it's like just a bloated, over the top. Like it's everything you would envision from hearing those letters. Yeah. Hey, reading those letters, like this is how I envision them. Hey, we could do it just like the Tiger Woods and his daddy. And I guess what's funny before Nelson's writing, I we didn't even bring this up when we were talking about the letters, but she had like a picture of someone with like the washboard abs and all that. Like, Is that my daddy? And she was like, no, that's the guy I dated before your daddy. That was lust, not love. <laughs> and then there was a picture of him. He's a little chubby, all cockeyed and shit. These writers know the true deal, man. These writers know what's going on behind the scenes for real. All right. So the rating system that we do around here you if you own it, that's you love it. Not like it. That is you love this movie. Five day rental for those who remember, like actually going and renting movies. Five day rental means you really like it. Two you might need to run that back actually, because that was you. You kind of run it back. Five day rental means you really like it. Okay. Two day rental means eh. Let's say it's like maybe a C for rating it on a on a letter scale. Same day rental means it's trash. You would never watch it. you would never watch it again ever. in your life. That that's what ever. And Nelson, we'll uh, we'll start with you. Easily, I'd own it. Yes, yeah, I'd own it for eight hundred dollars. His name's Alex, too. I was even thinking that. His name's Alex, too. It's perfect, man. Yes. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Alex, I'll take uh, three. Uh, what, the devil's uh, a water what boy is, for 300. <laughs> what, yeah, what, no, is, I, what is love in this movie? What is the water boy is the devil for 300? What is, yeah, exactly. Alex, man. Alex, you got that name. And the reason why, what put it over the top from a five-day rental the deciding X factor was the one-liners were amazing. And the, the mother, Kathy Bates, played the character amazing. Especially when she was going at it with the, with the, with the uh, what's her name? Vicky. Yeah, with Vicky Battencourt. We're going out with her and the writing. Just overall, that's that was stellar. So 
the taglines, the mother, and I like Adam Sandler stuff anyway. Yeah, that's a keeper, man. So you pull that out for parties. You pull that out when you know you're on a date. You feel good. You use that on many different occasions. Can I? Okay, here's the bogey scale right here. Guys, you're up. I'm done for my. No, no, no. Let me introduce the bogey scale. Oh, okay. I'm gonna ask you guys this now. So here's the bogey scale. Does it stand the test of time? Absolutely. We're right? watching this 25 years right? later. This and is I the silver anniversary of this movie, and it's fucking awesome. That's a good movie to me. Everyone who answered yeah. in the chat, Kidda, her, sir, Kidda. said that they'd own it as well. This movie's great. Prizes for the boys. There's not too many flaws in this movie as a sports movie or a comedy movie. So that's what's, you don't have to be a football fan. And, and Waterboy is actually renowned as one of the, a top 10, if not five, sports movie. Like, it actually figures its way into those rankings, bro. Like, for real, though. Yeah, and, like, we watched Any Given Sunday last week, which is just like the way Nelson described it, super theatrical. And this, like, actual football. Like, yeah. football-isms. This is, like, the, this is a feel-good football is talked the about. coming of age. But, yeah. It's just, it still stands up with those movies like that because you can take this seriously. I think because a lot of the psychology stuff that's going on in there, I think that's why you can take it seriously as well. And especially in the Bourbon Bowl, all these trick plays and stuff like that that they're pulling out. Like, you legit have to do that in college football to win these games because there's so much tape on all these teams. I remember, you y'all remember when Jalen Hurts was ass? In the fucking in the natty, yeah, and then they bench Tua. him at the half, and they bring in Tua, the tuna fish, Tagovailoa. I'm in Tua, yeah. And he balls out, and they come back to win this game. You know what I'm saying? You know what that did for both of those guys? Like it went two different directions. That's yeah. why I like seeing Jalen Hurts these days too, because he had to he, like these things could define you or not in this realm, at least. Yeah, let him know. Yeah, let him know where you're yeah, at. Yeah, you can find me in Nelson Times as T-Y-N-E-S, as you see on the board there, on the screen, I should say. And uh, on YouTube, you can see my demo reels and uh, some acting on there. And uh, Instagram, the page is current. Follow me, I'll follow you back. Just say, hey, man, I don't And be you. on the lookout. For <laughs> the dating show coming up with, not the dating, what, what, men and women's dynamics. Relationship that. show. Relationship show, Life dating show, show. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, between men and women. Ooh, and, uh, between men and women show. Because you got your lady. Alex, cool. is, I got, I'm single right now, dating. I'm not dating. I just I get you're to know women. You're, I get to know women. <laughs> I get to know women. Yeah. See, but you're wise though in the like wild. It's, it's a different. It's a different version of being in the wild when you were young. Correct. Absolutely. You're way right. more laid back. Yeah. You're not as antsy. Not as thirsty. You can sit back and navigate more. So like, yeah, hey, I'm good like, with my life. You know, I want to see. I want to wait see how they that. are to see if they're not too crazy. Don't worry see, about this me. Is, this is gonna be good content, bro. Because you know what I'm saying. Like, I be telling my homies, bro, the ones that are like they went through a divorce, but they got a good job and they're doing their thing, and then 
they're at. I'm like, bro, you better be out there fucking them, all of them, bro, because I'm living vicariously through your dick, bro. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear all the stories. Cause you know why? That's sanity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not, yeah. Yeah. It's not even. It's really. I teach guys be a, like a man first and have yeah. first. Don't worry about getting laid. Worry about like just being who you are. And uh, because they, let's say, because uh, then they, they want to fuck you, that if you, guy. If you land a they bunch of threes and fours, who cares? See what I'm saying? See, like, 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 just gonna throw it away. We, we have value too as men, so and that's the thing. So I'll tell you stories. And you were right on board when I said mentioned something last week. I mean, come on. Last show was that I saw a side of women that when being around pro athletes and live with these guys and see women, they're always on their best behavior when it comes to celebrities. Usually guys with money, but it's not just the money things. And here's one thing about the money thing that a lot of guys don't see either, is that there's a lot of guys that got money that are just that, that got no charisma, they got no game, and that doesn't go that far either, believe it or not. Right? If you got charisma, you got no money, you still got charisma. You will still get women, but status is. I think status is number one. You have no money, but you play a mean guitar, piano, or instrument. You got a show like Alex or something. That is up your status, and that is stellar. <laughs> Status that's doesn't not. entail money. Money, see, that's what's funny about some of those cats, though, because if they got money, that's their status. See, not having yeah, that's still, that's still fairly status. weak. And yeah. then, here's the thing, too, is like when you can show the female, like when you have a status, but you could also change the status quo. You know what I'm saying? And be like, listen, there's more to me than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't all, all you gotta do is up your status. Don't worry about it whether a woman likes you. Whether we're, we're about not even worry about. Be concerned about you. You up your status enough where enough women will find you attractive because of your status, and then you get the charisma behind it to back it. That's basically what you gotta do. Because so anyone can up their status. You can be fine. I would also argue status is like subjective too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, well, well like, status is not only like celebrity status. Like you could have. You you can be you like can be the baddest motherfucker Prince. or whatever you do. Prince was five foot three, right? Hell yeah. But then the, the so guys no, I'm not with his heels on. The, 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 the guys complaining about them being too short. Prince got it. Yeah, but he's a celebrity. Yeah, but he wasn't always a celebrity though. That's the thing. He's so he though. Up he had status. The, yeah, right. But see, so anybody can have their status. You have to be sized by just talking a certain way. Before he became a celebrity, he was larger than life. As far as his stature goes to his status, because he was coming out of Minnesota and he was one of the noisiest, craziest musicians and most unique sound no one's ever heard of. Right. So he hit the game upside the head. And you know what's crazy too is it goes back to Napoleon shit, little man complex. You know what I'm saying? Look at Tupac. He's one of the most prolific motherfuckers. He was only about like maybe my height or maybe an inch taller than me. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I don't know how tall he was. Was he five eight, five seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing. So that's the thing. If you want cooperation from women, just keep your status um up, and that's it, and they'll be attracted to that. It's not I'm not saying it's easy or anything, I'm just saying that's what that's the protocol just on on paper to get that done. How you get it done is uh, on each each individual man. And we'll teach you how to do it. Me and Bogey will teach you how to do it. Now it's two. There you go. You're gonna guide you. All right, on that note, why don't we take this out of here? Nice show, guys. Man, we... Uh, Hi, guys. Thanks for coming, guys, in the chat. Hell yeah. Everyone was rocking deep with us. Yeah, man. Uh, Waterboy is a classic. 
Hell yeah. And what movie are we breaking down next week? Varsity Blues is next week. Yeah, I got to refresh my mind on that one. So we're going. That's like junior high for real. Yeah, so we're doing what serious. Year is that? 99? Yeah. Eighth grade, bro. Yeah. The motherfucking. Serious comedy. We went serious one, serious football, then comedy. Now we're going back to a serious one with Bart. Like, and it's fucking sounds good. Billy oh, Bob. Sounds good. Shout out to Billy Bob. This is Billy Bob, right? Yep. Yeah, shout out to Billy Bob. Varsity Blues, High School, Texas. Movie following a high school Texas football. Oh, yeah. Yeah, debauchery, all this shit. Yep. There's Friday Night Lights. That was a good one, too, right? Yeah. That was a really good one. I know that's another one I need to revisit, too. I need to take that again, too. Yeah. Yeah. I watched them back in the days, bro. Like this one, too. I'm actually looking forward to it because it gives me like a reason to watch it again. Yeah. Star studded cast with with Paul Walker, James Vanderbilt. Plus, plenty, plenty more. All right. Uh, Nelson. Hi, guys. Where to find you? Yeah, YouTube, Nelson Times, and you search me there. And Instagram there. Follow me, I'll follow you back. For sure. Kidda, follow me. Come on, kidda. And find me. I never, I'll I actually never back. say this, but check me out at the GMM Network on everything. The universe, give me money. Follow us. <laughs> breakdowns in every podcast out there. Follow us on YouTube. Go follow us on TikTok and Instagram as well. We'll see you guys this Friday for Varsity Blues. Peace out. This ain't a dream, we really lit this shit Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit That's where the most high, we the most lit